All right, let me tell you about the zebra. In case you haven't heard, car and home insurance rates are going up this year. Uh Uh-huh. Not a fun thing to think about, but it is something you need to think about. What are you going to do? Make sure that you're not going to end up paying more than you need to. And right now, the best way to lower your rate, even most people save about $900 a month if they go to thezebra.com. Thezebra.com, it'll give you all of the information you need from quotes from every major insurance company in under five minutes, giving you all the facts you need to make the right decision. It's the fastest way to find the right coverage at the right price. And it's going to they're going to help you find the provider that you can trust. The Zebra, the Zebra, on average, nine hundred and twenty two dollars a year saved just by going to the Zebra. Do this now. Save as much money as you can on the things that you have to have. And. You know, home and car insurance, eh, kind of have to have them. Thezebra.com slash Beck. Show your support for the show. Uh, if you're looking for car insurance or any kind of insurance, go to thezebra.com slash Beck. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. I am going to unlock all of the stories that are happening today, and I'll show you, if you have the decoder ring, how everything makes sense, and it shows you exactly the road in which we are traveling. We begin in 60 seconds. So Michael wrote in about his experience with Relief Factor. He says, kudos. Only two days after started, I started taking Relief Factor, my knees started to becoming more flexible. I had hardly any pain. I walk up the stairs. Normally, it's just one at a time. This is lasting. Thank you so much, Relief Factor. Michael, thank you for taking it, trying it, and uh, writing in and tell us, tell us, uh, tell us, telling us your experience. It's Relief Factor. Created by doctors, it helps your body reduce inflammation in four different ways. Um, I want you to just try it. See if it's right for you. The people who try it for three weeks, 70% of them find relief. They go on to order more month after month. It's $19.95 for the trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered it. 70% order more. That's pretty good odds that this is going to help you. ReliefFactor.com. If you've given up on trying to find a way out of pain, don't give up. Don't give up. Try Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com. 800, the number four, relief. The number four, relief. 800, four, relief. Or ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. All right. I want to take you down an unbelievable road uh, here for a few minutes. I don't know if you have seen uh, the reports now, but the CBC 
is combing through the illegally hacked database of give, send, go donors. Okay, that's bad enough. But you need to understand the CBC is not like ABC. That's the Canadian broadcasting uh, company. And it is funded by the state. This is a state. This is like the BBC. It's all funded by the state. So they do the state's bidding. So now you have the CBC and journalists going through an illegally hacked database of donors that gave to the truckers up in Canada and emailing them, calling them and asking them to explain themselves. And we should point out the, the media keeps trying to justify this by using the term leaked. Like this was leaked data as if like it's a whistleblower stolen. came no, out from inside stolen. the company. It was hacked and stolen. Yeah. Remember, they wouldn't report on on uh, on Hunter Biden's laptop because it might not be his and they weren't sure it wasn't stolen. Well, we now know it wasn't stolen and it was his and it was his and they wouldn't touch that because we don't handle things. We don't do things that we don't know if it's been illegally obtained. Well, you know, this has. So now they are going through the two million dollars of donations and they're calling all of these donors. Why did you do it? Do you regret it? I'm happy to say the donors are not afraid of the CBC and they're not afraid that the amazing thing is the donors that they have been calling have been saying, yep, I did it and I'd do it again. Why are you calling me? How did you get my information? Their financial information is all known by the government because of the emergency orders. These guys also, by the way, because of the emergency act that Trudeau uh, imposed, they're comparing the blockades to terrorism. Hmm. Really? They say it's an emergency because the blockades by both persons and motor vehicles is occurring at various locations throughout Canada and continuing to threaten and oppose measures to remove the blockades. They say that they have the potential for violence. There is no violence. There was there. Somebody did ram a car into a bunch of people in a truck. That was an Antifa person. It wasn't the truckers. It was aimed to stop the truckers, an Antifa person. Have you even heard that? So they have to remove the continuing threats. Okay. They say the blockades have the potential for violence for the purpose of achieving a political or ideological objective within Canada. Now, what does that make them? If you are using tactics that are dangerous and you're trying to achieve a political goal, why that's terrorism. And if you gave to give, send, go, well, why you were funding a terrorist. Do you see how slippery this slope is? Now. The CBC is doxing. Twitter has come out and said, you know, they, you know, th- th- this is this is important information to have. I mean, you know, we have to have 
Did anybody dox Antifa? Do you remember anyone calling Black Lives Matter people? Do you remember any stories? Because the New York Times has a story today about how, you know, they were meeting in closed door meetings in hotel rooms, planning all of this. These these are the people that were really planning it. Do you remember hearing any of that except on this show or a conservative program that talked about who the real leaders were? What happens to the money? Where is it actually going? Why is it Black Lives or BLM Inc.? Who's incorporated this? We told you all that. They didn't find any any reason to because as they were burning cities to the ground, they said that wasn't violence. But sitting in your truck is violence. So Twitter is involved. The mainstream media is involved. And of course, we have YouTube. Let me play something, an interview that just happened I think it was on Tide TV. It's a German uh, program. Here is the president of YouTube talking about freedom of speech. Listen. Cut nine. Well, first of all, I'll say that for, uh, you know, we, we work around the globe. And you're right. Certainly there are many different laws in many different um, jurisdictions. And we um, we enforce the laws of the various jurisdictions around speech or what's considered safe or not safe. Um, that's true for, for democratically elected governments. Um, it might get a little bit more complicated in, in non-democratically elected mm, governments. China, um, and, and for the most part, you know, so basically we, we enforce those laws. Um, that actually hasn't been the controversial part. What has been the controversial part has been when there is content that would be deemed as harmful, but yet is not illegal. Um, so an example of that, for example, would be COVID. Like, I'm not aware of there being you know, laws by governments saying around COVID in terms of not being able to debate the efficacy of masks or where the virus came from or the right treatment or proposal. But yet there was a lot of pressure and concern about us um, distributing misinformation that went against what was considered the standard and accepted medical knowledge. Um, mm. And so this category of harmful, but not, um, but, but legal has been, I think where most of the discussion has been. Okay. So what do we do about that? Here's the next cut. Ten. We're not generating revenue for them then you know that's a problem for our creators um they create you know, beautiful and incredible content and we share the majority of revenue with them so um yeah so th so basically that's like you know so i think governments like can can always you know our, our recommendation if governments want to have more control over online speech is to to pass laws okay and have that be very cleanly and clearly defined such that we can implement it okay so good that's and that's enough so what is she saying there she, she was mentioning um, advertisers because she said advertisers start to pressure us and then we have to pull some speech down. So pressure from advertisers. OK, so they put some speech down, but it would be so much easier if the government would just pass laws about speech. What is OK and what isn't? They're begging to do what they do in China. It's very easy in China. Takes all the worry out of YouTube. They can just sit there and make money. 
they don't have to worry about, geez, are we going to get backlash on this? We're going to be pulled into a hearing. They want the regulation on speech. Now, that sounds absolutely crazy, doesn't it? Sounds crazy. It would be like if a world leader liked dictatorships. That's crazy, right? Here's Justin Trudeau on dictatorships, especially China. Listen. Even with Sun TV watching for any slip, he was asked which country he most admired and referred to China. There's a level of of, uh, admiration I actually have for China. Um, Because their basic dictatorship is allowing them uh, to actually turn their economy around on a dime and say, we need to go green as fast as we need to start you know, investing in solar. I mean, there is a flexibility that I know Stephen Harper must dream about of having a dictatorship that he could do everything he wanted. Uh, Stop. Thought- now, they said that if they offended Canadian Asians. Uh, I think that should offend all Canadians. He, by the way, was running against Stephen Harper. I think he caught himself at the end. Remember, the question is, what do you most admire? And so he says China, because of their dictatorship, they can get things done. That's something you need to remember, because that is what this administration, what business, what YouTube, what Twitter, Facebook, all of them love about China. They can get things done. They'll just spend the money. Oh, we need to work on AI. Great. Take all of that money and pour it into that. We don't have any more money. Great. Just print some more. Put it in that. And they get things done. They like dictatorships because they're elite. They think they know better than the invisible hand of all of us. So you have crazy statements from the media saying that, you know, that they they want the government to be able to give them more direction and more laws. Meanwhile, you heard the New York Times talk about how dangerous the misinformation is from podcasts. They're going after podcasts. But what's happening on on radio? Man, it's like it's it's almost deafening the silence on talk radio, isn't it? Or is it? I want to play um, a couple of cuts here. I'm actually going to only have time for one. So let me play the second cut of the uh, FCC commissioner that is now being questioned and will probably go through the the incredible radical. Uh, and you will see why I say that of Gigi Sohn. A possible next uh, commissioner of the FCC. Senator Sullivan. Sorry, Senator Sullivan. <clears throat> Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I don't even know where to begin here. I, I, I too, am very disturbed. We had a discussion last hearing, Ms. Son, on your tweets. Um, and and look, this, we're not nominating you for any normal assistant secretary. You're the FC, you're going to be an FCC commissioner, enormous power, uh, particularly as it relates to free speech, particularly as it, it actually re- relates to liberty in our country. And I think Senator Scott raises some really important points, which is I don't see how you can be 
unbiased. Um, Fox News is state-sponsored media, propaganda. Republicans know the only way they can win an election is to suppress the vote. These are yours. Uh, here's a retweet. Your raggedy white supremacist president and his cowardly enablers would rather kill everybody than stop killing black people. That's a retweet. Damn, that's, that's way out there, right? I mean, do you think most Republicans are racist and white supremacists? Absolutely not, Sam hey, Sullivan. That's kind of what you're reading. Re no, I don't. I, I, I'm you not familiar with that tweet, but I'm remember, happy to look at it. Remember retweeting that one? I do not. I've, okay. I've tweeted probably 10, over 10,000 times, so I don't mm. remember. Look, I think the average okay, American, stop. whether you're. All right. You don't retweet something like that without comment unless you're. You know, unless you agree with it or you're drunk. And even if you're drunk, I know I'm an expert. I'm an alcoholic. Even if you're drunk, all that all that alcohol does is lower your inhibitions. It doesn't make you a racist. It takes down the shield that you put up to make sure that people don't think that about you. So even if that was a drunk retweet, that's very revealing. So you have social media clamping down. You have um, the FCC getting ready to clamp down. You have the Department of Homeland Security last week issuing the terrorism threat to the U.S. Uh, homeland is based on actors that seek to exacerbate societal friction to sow discord and undermine public trust in government institutions and encourage unrest and could potentially inspire acts of violence. Notice that is exactly what Justin Trudeau says about the truckers, that they could potentially inspire violence. The greatest threat to the nation, the greatest threat to the nation are those people that are proliferating false or misleading narratives which so discord or undermine public trust in U.S. government institutions. Well, gang, that's anybody who doesn't play along with their game. That is why parents are now terrorists if you stand up against uh, CRT. No. Take them at their word. If it's gone from, remember, first is is nudge, then shove, then shoot. Well, where is the line? Once you're deemed a terrorist, what can they not do to you? Back in a minute with more. Rough Greens. I got a letter from Sharon. She said, our pit bull, Molly, was a rescue. Very rough shape when we adopted her. She's responded well to a high-quality dog chow, but her coat still had a strong smell. She's been uh, on rough greens now for several weeks. She likes eating it on her food, and her coat is starting to smell much better. She's more energetic, and her other issues are resolving nicely. We'll be keeping her on rough greens for sure. Thank you so much. Sharon, thanks for writing in and telling us uh, about Molly. You're a good person for taking in dogs that have just been abused. They are so, my daughter does this and she always comes home with 
a, a dog that has been beaten or something and they're just so sweet most of them are just so sweet and just they fear people it's horrible Anyway, folks at Rough Greens are confident that your dog is going to love it and have a special deal for you. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. They're going to give you your first bag free just to make sure your dog eats it. All you have to do is pay for shipping. It's a supplement you put on your dog's food. Roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN, G-L-E-N-N-33 or roughgreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. All right, I'm leading somewhere, and I'm going to show you how this trap is sprung on you in just a second. And believe me, it's here. And I will show you just in the news of the day how it's happening. Um, So we have people saying misinformation. That's anything that makes you doubt the government. Misinformation. Question institutions. I question the Fed. That's misinformation. And it could possibly lead to violence. Extraordinarily dangerous. But I want to show you the other side before we move on. The other side that, of course, is not engaged in misinformation, the New York Times. They won't even respond to Hillary Clinton is uh, uh, is was spying on Donald Trump. The testimony and the the allegations that have now been uh, revealed in the last couple of days and in their article, their one article about why they're not covering it, they say most of it is outright misinformation. But the information that is there, it tends to involve dense and obscure issues. So any uh, uh, dissemination of this information requires asking readers to expend significant mental energy really raising the question whether news outlets should even cover such claims. They're not covering it because it'll wear their readers out. If that's not something you read in 1984, I don't know what is. That's your job, New York Times, to explain it to us little people. And we're the problem. Now, let me explain the Remington settlement next. The Glenn Beck Program. Having the fate of the world resting in your hands isn't always fun to contemplate. But in a sense, you know, that's what you have to do every day when you're raising children. It is critical that they're raised in such a way that they can look at somebody like Justin Trudeau and know what he's doing to Canada, know why those things are wrong, because they understand the Bill of Rights. They've got to understand these things, and they will not learn them outside of your home. I can guarantee you the Tuttle Twins books. This is why I love them. They're easy to read. They're entertaining for all ages, but they instill the critical values that created us These and other uh, Tuttle Twins uh, teen books are still available. Extended Valentine's Day sale until the end of the week. If you don't have teens, they're doing a steep discount on their children's series as well. I don't care how old your family is, if they're six or 96. 
Read the Tuttle Twins books. They're a must in every home. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Act now and get their special deal. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn for 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Really dangerous. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. All right. I'm going to explain a couple of stories that may have made your head explode. But if you understand the Rosetta Stone of today's world, the Great Reset, you will understand and you will see how close it is coming for you. Last night, I was on the plane and I was coming home from meeting with legislators uh, about the Great Reset and ESG. And like every other person that I have met, they knew very little about it. And if you don't understand this, this is the knockout punch. This is the knockout punch. And I have yet to walk into a room of people who really know what ESG even means. The ESG standards are environmental, social, social justice, and governance. And it will change everything in your life. Now, let me explain the Remington story, and you will understand. I'm going to give you a couple stories that will blow your mind. You will get it. Okay. Remington Arms. They were sued by uh, the Sandy Hook parents. Now, we know the gun is not responsible. It's not responsible for killing guns don't kill people people use guns or they use baseball bats and any gun company will fight this one all the way to the supreme court why because if the gun company can be held responsible well then they're gonna probably go out of business and i'll explain that in a second okay everybody say they'll be more responsible no they won't they will go out of business i'll tell you why So yesterday, Remington Arms reached a settlement worth $73 million with the families of victims killed in the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting. Now, when I first heard that, I said, excuse me, what? They reached a settlement? How? Why would Remington do that? Didn't make any sense. Until I got, you know, to a lower altitude as we were landing and I could Google the board of Remington Arms because my initial thought was, who have they put on the board that is a great resetter? Who have they put on the board of Remington Arms? And I found out then there is no Remington Arms. They're out of business. Okay, they, they're defunct. They were broken up into a bunch of little companies and I, my next question was, then who sell? Oh my gosh, who settled? The insurance companies settled. Now, what do we know about the insurance companies? The Great Reset, the gun argument. Well, we know that the government and the financial institutions. Uh, In New York, for sure, but it has been happening elsewhere, but out in the open in New York, they have been pressuring banks, don't do business with any gun companies. 
because that well that'll make us have to look into you guys because maybe you're not trustworthy because we think there's some things wrong with gun companies okay so they started the financial sector started to do this before esg but they also pressured the insurance companies this is too big of a risk on you stop insuring these people and you will stop gun manufacturing and sales so now 73 million dollars has been settled by the insurance companies you know anybody who believes in the second amendment would have fought that to the supreme court and would have won this can't be reversed now because it's a settlement you can't bring it to the supreme court so what does it mean it doesn't mean more litigation for other gun companies it means that now insurance companies have to look at every gun company and say, are we willing to risk this? Because they're all going to be brought into court and we may have to we may have to settle. We may have to you know, staff up our attorneys for anyone who's ever been killed by a gun. Uh, first of all, gun companies, your rates for insurance have just gone through the roof. Gun stores, your insurance is going to go through the roof. If they even insure you and ESG is saying no to insurance. That is what's happening. This is an end run around the Second Amendment. It was settled by insurance companies. Insurance companies are being leaned on by the government and the banks and ESG not to do any business. They've just allowed the rates to go through the roof and an excuse on why they can't insure gun companies or gun stores. Guarantee you that's what that story is about. Another story that broke yesterday. Big oil and the climate crisis, the fight to hold PR firms accountable. So do you remember last year, the House had a hearing where they brought in all of the in, they brought in all of the oil guys. And they're like, what are you done for global warming? Because you're just setting the whole planet on fire. Remember that? Well, um, uh, what's her name? Rhymes with baloney. Carolyn Maloney. Uh, she is the chair of the Committee on Oversight and Reform. At the end of that, she issued subpoenas to ExxonMobil, Chevron, BP America, Shell, and the American Petroleum Institute, also, strangely, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, for documents. And the documents were regarding climate, including marketing, advertising, and public relations material. Now, here's the story in Bloomberg. See if any of this is answered with the Great Reset. Campaigners say this step foreshadows a showdown between lawmakers and PR executives, with the latter expected to be called on as witnesses to the fossil fuel industry's climate disinformation campaign. The industry's climate disinformation campaign. You hear how Bloomberg is already phrasing this? If you're against global warming, you are engaged in a disinformation campaign. I go back to the Department of Homeland Security. What's the biggest threat of terrorism? People who are engaged in disinformation campaigns. All you need to say to anybody who's astute 
you're engaged in your company is engaged in a disinformation campaign. And you're like, no, I, I'm just a PR company. We handle everyone. Well, do you? The reason they've been quoting the article, the reason PR companies have been so invisible for so many years is by design. Their strategic power has come from remaining behind the scenes. And I think that's one reason we have mistakenly see these firms as neutral. Uh, wow. Okay. So now a PR firm, you better be careful who you take on as a client. Or you will be deemed disinformation. You better be careful, not as an insurance company, to take on uh, gun companies. Because you could be sued. And if you do, I'm not sure the bank is going to give your company a loan because you're entering risky territory by insuring these people. That's probably a bad bet. This is the Great Reset. This is not capitalism. Anyone who says this is capitalism, you need to tell them firmly, no, this in their own words is to destroy and replace capitalism. This is fascism. This is not the free market. This is, these are people who believe they know better and they lean on people. You're going to do it our way or you're going to be out. Let me give you one more story. And I can't find it. That sucks. Oh, uh, here it is. I'm sorry, because I'm looking at the deal. And I'm seeing one that just says avocados. And I'm like, What's, what is that? Okay, avocados. Avocados have now been stopped because somebody in inspections was yelled at by uh, a Mexican Oh, as they were inspecting the and it was it was so bad, it went all the way to the White House. This guy was yelled at and treated poorly and unfairly. And so the White House said, hey, you better not treat our our inspectors and say naughty things to them. We're stopping all avocado imports. That's literally what they say it's caused by a spat between a Mexican and a U.S. government official. Really? Really? The president of Mexico says, no, that's not it. We can't sell avocados to the United States until we bend our will to Joe Biden on environmental issues. Hmm. That one makes a little more sense than, oh, dad, he called me a name. This is fascism. I'll give you one more piece after the break. All right. Well, a lot of people struggle with red, inflamed, even blotchy and uneven skin tone. If you happen to be one of those people. Well, I because I I listen to this show and I break out and <laughs> in hives and hives panic. And yes, panic. that's kind of a normal reaction to listening to this program. Uh, you might also maybe have some signs of stress, maybe, perhaps, fine lines, forehead wrinkles, under eye puffiness. I mean, I'm describing you exactly. Um, the only solution has always been abrasive, irritating products, but not any longer. Thanks to GenuCell's Ultra Retinol Cream, you can get the skin healing benefits of retinol and hydrating effects of 
uh, I don't know how to, what is it, hyaluronic acid, whatever it is, I don't know. I don't know what any of this stuff, I don't know the science behind it. I just know that people like it. Uh, Jenny sells retinol alternative I'm cream. bathing in it now. You are? Yeah. Really? I don't know, that's what I heard on those <laughs> Palm Olive commercials. Madge, I'm soaking, I'm soaking in it now. I'm soaking in it now. We can need more Madges in the world. That needs to be a name that comes back. Uh, it's the uh, best possible solution to all of your skincare needs from the best in skincare with GenuCell. Get GenuCell's Ultra Retinol included when your order of their most popular package today. Save over 60% on GenuCell favorites and enter the special code BECK for an extra d- discount at checkout. Visit the new GenuCell.com to bundle your skincare favorites for 10% off as long as uh, as long as you love the results that you see. GenuCell.com is the place to go. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. The code is Beck at GenuCell.com. The Glenn Beck Program. You know, it's one thing to talk about ESGs and the Great Reset, and it's another to see it in action. And you're beginning to see it in action, still not on an official score, but the same effect. It's being people being leaned on. We just explained Remington, what happened there and what's coming. Forget about the lawsuits. It's going to come down to the insurance companies and the banks. I will say, you know, I... I'd like I know you get a book about this. It would be one way to understand all of it. Yeah. But I just don't like to read. I like when people read to me. <laughs> really? And well, I, I have know. an audiobook available Re- now. Yeah. Really? Where can, can I get something like that? You can get it wherever you get your audiobooks. Like Audible or something? Yeah, you can. It's available there and, now. Yeah, right, right now. now. Well, right now. what if I want to read it digitally? Uh well you can get it on Kindle right really? now. Right yeah, now. Yeah. You right can now. even order the book if you just like old fashioned paper. Okay. But you just do that. Right now. Right now? Right now. Now. All right. So um, let me show you this in play in Canada. I played this yesterday, but I think it is worth hearing again. Listen to how they have opened up the Emergency Powers Act. How did they do that in Canada? By saying that the truckers might incite violence and are terrorists because Trudeau says they want to overthrow the government. Here's the finance minister on how they're going to deal with it. Listen. As of today, all crowdfunding platforms and the payment service providers they use must register with FinTrack. Stop. And they must. Notice, what, what is that? All, all uh, crowdsourcing funding sites, all of them now have to register so you can you're registering with the with their fed basically or with the government they're the ones that decide oh that's a terrorist that's not a terrorist that's a terrorist so now they can track all crowdfunding all right report large and suspicious transactions to suspicious what is suspicious we are making these changes because we know that these platforms are being used to support illegal blockades and illegal activity, which is damaging the Canadian economy. Stop. Do you think they're not going to use that on Bitcoin? And they said they were. They, they right? say they are. They're going to eliminate yeah. it eventually, but yeah. they, say they, they say they are going to regulate. This is from an Emergency Powers Act. 
So this is why, like, no violence. Nobody ever should be thinking violence because it will cause these things. If they're doing it over a trucker's blockade, what do you think they'll do if, God forbid, another uh, January 6th happens? No violence. you got to be really careful because they're just looking for an excuse. So what else does she say? The government is issuing an order with immediate effect under the Emergencies Act authorizing Canadian financial institutions to temporarily cease providing financial services. Stop. That's the Great Reset. Except this is being done by the government. The Great Reset is is made to police itself. The ESG scores, it's, it's the framework of enforcement. And the system will enforce itself. They're saying anyone involved with this blockade, all financial institutions must cease any transactions, freeze the assets. We haven't even done that anymore to Iran. But to the truckers, there's more. There's more, and it gets right down to how your life will be affected. We'll go to that and what's happening in the Senate with the Fed coming up.